That's Jabukanyile saying 10 times love. And uh, 10 times love is what we're dishing out for you uh, today. And uh, we are inviting you to give us a call on 0891-104-207. And uh, you can also send us a WhatsApp note on 0614 104107 and hashtag us on SAFM Lifetime Live and uh, we are both on um, Facebook and Twitter as SAFM Radio as we have a conversation right now talking about what do you do if the organization or people that um, are around you um, or an institution just does not serve um, your purpose anymore. You don't have the same uh, uh, ethics in, in terms of your beliefs. Uh, and, and you know, we, we're talking about this in reference uh, to a professor that decided, um, expert professor Steve Cornelius, uh, that I won't be able to apply the new policy against female athletes in good conscience because my conscience just does not agree with the decisions um, that the organization that I am affiliated with, that would be the IWAF, um, and and this is International Association of Athletics uh, Federation, and uh, they call it the Custard Clause, uh, where he felt, I'm not going to be part of an organization that grossly violates human rights, according to me. And, And the question we ask, what do you do when you're part of an organization that does not serve your purpose anymore, and joining us uh, right now, um, we're joined by uh, Badibonga Promise, uh, Promese, uh, joining us as a regional vice president um, of Africa of the newly uh, formed association between the Chartered Institute of uh, Management Accounting, also uh, known as SEMA. Uh, good afternoon and welcome. Thank you so much uh, for joining us. Good afternoon, Crisalda, and good afternoon to your listeners. Why is it important for organizations to have, um, you know, certain ethics in, irrespective of their personal beliefs? Sure, thanks for a good question. It's actually imperative, as we, as we define it, uh, through the books and through the businesses, I mean, ethics are principles and values that both organizations and individuals mm-hmm. use to govern the activities and decision-making process. Mm-hmm. So it is key to what we do on a daily basis. So how do you highlight this within your organization? Do you just walk away or do you perhaps try and bring about change whilst within? Which would be uh, the best practice? Sure. Uh, thanks again. And I think this is uh, important for the listener about that. I mean, we've got two options, right? You can uh, confront the situation by voicing your the side of the story, or mm-hmm. you walk away. Now, we're talking about set of values. Can't compromise on the set of values, on your belief system. You can't compromise. Mm. And especially when we talk about an organization, if it moves away from what is ethical, from what is morally acceptable in its activities and decision-making, you can't certainly turn a blind eye. You cannot. And what is generally what we advise to uh, for example, our accountant or people in business, is to be able to voice out the concerns. Because where we are today in our society and businesses is where everybody sees the wrong things, but they decide to turn a blind eye. Mm-hmm. And that has been building up over the years. I mean, we talk about corruption in our country. We talk about um, systems and beliefs that do not work to the benefit of the consumers and people. Mm-hmm. So the best thing and the best advice is confront the situation, to voice out the concerns, and to be able to be heard. 
and ethical consideration should be a moral compass for every single individual. Aha. So, so once the decision has been made, because oftentimes people think this might, uh, you know, compromise my livelihood. Um, but, you, you know, I always say that reputation is one's currency. Uh, when does one uh, get to consider, um, perhaps as, as they would say, that uh, you, you're singing for your sapa vis-a-vis what's right? You know what, Chrisalda? I think these days we've been proving uh, time and time again wrong. Um, it's never too late to voice a concern. Yeah. These days we've seen decisions being reversed because the ethical consideration is prevailing. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter how long it takes, but uh, if what you stand by is correct, it doesn't matter how long it will take you to be heard and for things to be corrected. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I'm, not, I'm not really on the side of walking away. I do understand that at some point you, you are conflicting between your belief system yeah. and what you are seeing happening. Mm-hmm. But now, walking away in some cases may be acceptable as a short-term solution, but it's not something I personally like to recommend. For as long as what you are standing for is right, yeah. you need to scream from, from the rooftop. And, and, and this is what we urge individuals living in our society to always look for what is right. For what is right for the consumer, for what is right for the client, for what is right for everybody. Mm-hmm. We can no, no longer accept discrimination. We can't accept biasness. So on these angles, you scream on the rooftop until the society really listens to you. I guess right now it's much easier to to view this as a commendable, um, you know, act that uh, uh, Professor just decided to walk away, Professor Cornelius, uh, to walk away from uh, something that he believes is is working against his his belief system. Uh, but what are some, what is the downside of making this decision? What could be some of the consequences, even though the act is is correct and it's just? Sure. And, and, and thanks again. You know what? I, I, I know Professor is a, is a very wise person, so he might have thoroughly thought about this, especially mm. coming from a legal background. He might have applied his mind before he made the decision. It, it, it's all good, I mean, to work out, because A, he doesn't want to be associated with something that is on the wrong side of, uh, of the ethical consideration. That's how we applaud his decision. But the other part of the coin or the story for me is, at what point does this particular organization we're talking about here realizes that whatever decision it has made is against the ethics of our society? Mm-hmm. It's biased toward a particular connotation in our society. It's biased toward a particular belief. Because now it's written that what they stand for is what should be applied to everybody, right? So there is a conflicting yeah. situation. We applaud Professor for a short term, but in the long term, we almost don't want this to go quiet. You almost want to take it back to the table of decision-making in that society mm-hmm. or in that organization to ensure that they hear why yeah. he wanted to disassociate with themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a professional content by profession. Mm-hmm. So in our industry, in our profession, we've been going through a lot of issues in recent times. Mm-hmm. Just because one, two, or three individuals in our profession as uh, accountant, as chartered accountant, have done something wrong, does not mean we all on the wrong side as professional accountants. Sure. Now, it is our duty to always go back at the table of decision-making to be heard so that we can voice our concerns because you can't just walk away without resolving the situation. The situation needs to be voiced 
heard and set of principles need to be in place to protect the future generation. Prof, thank you. Thank you very much uh, for joining us. And uh, we continue having this conversation um, because it's quite critical that uh, uh, one, you know, as you weigh your pros and cons, uh, just do the right thing, do what's right, especially for young democracies, um, especially for countries where we pride ourselves uh, with, uh, you know, uh, having constitutions that respect people's rights. No, I, I agree with you and I understand with you, right? So, which, um, and, and I would like to encourage everybody out there, when you're doing something right, stand for it. Don't just walk away. It is commendable uh, when you walk away from something that others will, others will consider to be a very good job. That's where we commend Professor and every other person that has done the same. However, we want to make sure that we get to the bottom of the situation as to why, at first, ethics considerations are compromised and make sure that these are documented, make sure that these are protected. For a young democracy, we need a set of principles in place to guide activities and decision-making. Thank you. Thank you very much uh, for joining us. And uh, that is uh, Buddy Bonga, uh, Promise, uh, joining us as vice uh, uh, regional vice president of Africa in the newly formed association between the Chartered Institute of Management Accounting as we're talking about why is it important uh, to have organizational uh, ethics that uh, meet with the individual ethics. 1 to 3 p.m. weekdays, Criselda on SAFM. This is Lifetime Live with me, Chris Alda Dudumash, and thank you so much uh, for staying tuned, and uh, we invite you to just connect with us via SMS uh, 40938, and SMSs are charged at 150, and uh, continuing with the conversation of why is it so important um, to just uh, ensure that the organization that you believe or you belong to or individuals that you are associated with, you have the same ethics, you have the same values, and let's take Take your calls right now, 891 and we also invite your voice notes on 614 uh, KGM is joining us uh, in Cape Town. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, uh, Chriselda. Good afternoon to, to your listeners. One important uh, topic. Thank you. Important, uh, especially when when we we honestly quantify ourselves as, as individuals. I appreciate the professor for the decision. However, Chrisalda, I think charity begins at home. Mm. Most of us, when we look at the context of ourselves as a country, as a nation, as a people, uh, many of us live from the proceeds of crime and corruption uh, because our siblings, our, our brothers, our cousins, our sisters, our parents are, are criminals or they, they live um, with the livelihood of crime. Mm. Now, if, if we're not going to learn to distance ourselves or take or make choices and decisions similar to what the professor has done from the, the foundation, and the foundation for me is at home. If I've got a brother or a sister or my brother or sister picks up or realizes that I am uh, fully participating in, in criminal activities, we should be able to have that ability of distancing ourselves and also coming out about it so that we help not only ourselves as a family or close to our relations, but also as a nation.
Mm. You know, when Crisalda says, I am disowning a behavior that is unbecoming yeah. or that is criminal of my sibling, mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. and she comes out with it, the other KGM and other people will be like, oh, Crisalda did this. And it, it is the right choice, it, it's the right, the correct decision. Why shouldn't I do the same? That way, we will combat crime and corruption. Not only the police uh, and the law enforcement agencies are going to be able to deal with it, but we also ourselves are going to contribute in multifaceted ways. Zelda, thanks for taking my call. Thank you. Thank you very much uh, for joining us. And uh, we also have an SMS. My conscience won't allow me uh, to be silent. I would uh, voice out my disapproval inside rather than walking away. I mean, we've seen a lot of individuals walked away and I don't know, is it really cold outside an organization that you were once affiliated to? We think of uh, the names uh, that comes to mind, uh, Makosi Kozas, uh, Fakey Mentors, uh, a lot of people who are dissatisfied with the organizations and walked away. And right now we're joined by Mr. Buyani Zwani, who is the CEO of uh, Breakthrough Development. Good afternoon and thank you so much for taking our call. What a pity that you are far, far away. So we only have uh, literally a few minutes with you. Um, but you know, the question we ask, uh, what do you do as an individual? Yeah. What then becomes uh, important? Do you voice out your dissatisfaction within or do you just simply walk away to make a statement? I mean, when I look at uh, a, a mm. professor like Professor Cornelius, uh, having a legal background, yeah. he's not one to just walk away without having thought about this deeply. And how much sure. could sure. have uh, happened under his watch that he felt this can't go on anymore? Well, thank you very much for the opportunity to contribute. Central thing to be able to consider on matters to do with assets is that it's not just about good and bad. Mm. It's about right and wrong. Uh-huh. And when you know deep inside that that which is being perpetrated is wrong, your sleep test fails. So you actually will find yourself having difficulty to even catch proper sleep. So you will require some other things to be able to uh, let your mind be numbed, you know, Mm. to be able to go to sleep, uh, which is just totally unhealthy. So Prof. Cornelius' move is an appropriate example of what it is that you do when at a professional level, you have an appreciation of what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And then at a character level, your soul begins to speak to you in terms of what needs to be done as the right thing to do. There's a whole lot of things that are good, but not right. So it is important for you to be able to look into what is good and right. And, and what right. Conalys has done was to be able to marry the two, the good of the sports and the right thing for all who are athletes involved in in, in, in the uh, in sports, as it were. Why is it important um, to to have some code of ethics uh, that an organisation uh, is affiliated with, and and should if they don't match with what a belief system of that individual who belongs to an organisation is it justified to walk away? Uh, well, when you think about it. Every organization will espouse a certain set of values. 
And those values are not values until there is a value attached to each value, which mm. means what is the cost of me living by this value and what is the benefits of living this value? And truthfully, what Prof. Analysis has been able to do is to be able to attach the value to continuing saying we're an entity that believes in integrity. Now, that in itself is a very challenging statement because integrity calls for wholeness. You say you are integrous when what you say matches what you do. And in this particular instance, what he managed to be able to convey and communicate to all was what we say in our boardrooms, what we say when we are uh, adjudicating on, on matters, must be matched by our conduct outside of those boardrooms and outside of our meeting rooms. Mr. Zwane, so I feel like I need done, uh, Mr. Zwane, I feel like I need a notepad and pen. Uh, hold that thought as we just take <laughs> the news with uh, Tracy Pumgad. One to three p.m. weekdays. Priscilla on SAFM. Call Criselda now. Oh eight nine one one zero four two zero seven. A South African law professor, Steve Cornelius, resigned from the International Association of Athletics Federation, IWAF. This is a disciplinary tribunal in protest of the World Athletics Body introduction of rules forcing some female athletes to undergo testosterone-reducing treatment and face bans. And, I mean, you, you look at this and the question we're asking is, uh, why is it so important to acknowledge and understand the ethics and values of an organization? And if they don't fit within your individual um, uh, ethics and values, you simply walk away or voice out your dissatisfaction and we're taking your calls. Joining us uh, right now on the line is Mr. Buyane Zwane. Uh, now, Mr. Zwane, you were, as uh, I've got my pen and paper and I'm ready to take those notes because uh, oftentimes, <laughs> you know, it's much easier to just... Um, voice out, but what are some of the consequences that having uh, voiced out my dissatisfaction, and is, is there a way uh, that is less impactful when you're going to raise an issue of, of uh, you know, global uh, concern and, and raise it in a public platform yeah. as a professional? Thank you very much. Uh, what do we often do, and when we have conversations, we say, put together for yourself a pyramid that begins at the base with that which has to do with what people will refer to as pathos, mm-hmm. which has everything to do with the empathy. So Cornelius goes in and says, if I were to be in the shoes of the athlete, would mm. I do what is said I must do now? Pathos has to do with empathy. And then the next step, which is what he has acted on, is called ethos. And ethos has everything to do with the ethics, the right and the wrong. And what he's acted on was, I want to be consistent in my being right when matters make sense, and I will call it off when it is wrong. And the, for, the third level, which is at the pinnacle, is called logos. And logos has everything to do with logic. 
Now, most people would be looking into, this thing is logical, and therefore we should be able to do it this way. And then they negotiate on the rightness, on the wrongness of it. Mm-hmm. So, for argument's sake, when somebody's saying to themselves that I can do this thing, but nobody's ever, ever going to be able to see it, therefore I can afford to hide it. Uh-huh. And guess what? You can hide it before us. But there's somebody who sees beyond that. And that somebody doesn't necessarily have to be a God power. It's the soul inside of you. Because you try and numb it at the mm. beginning point, And then next time around, you will need to be able to numb it with something stronger. And then again, mm. something stronger. And then eventually you begin to look into that which is right. And you say, nah, it's, it's for the lame people who, who go that way. The real thing, you've got to be tough. Stick it be, out. And you're trying to justify what should not be justified. And oftentimes so people end up... No, I was going to add that oftentimes, uh, well, you know, people would then end up using substance uh, to numb the conscious because it will exactly. speak to you. All right, we have an SMS. Absolutely. All right, I have to mention that, uh, you know, we we have a very long distance (laughs) between yourself and myself as we have this conversation. Uh, I've got an SMS. I hear what the professor is saying, um, but in real uh, capitalist world, ethics and values are an exception uh, rather than the rule of form. Hmm. It's, it's a very interesting statement that, that this person uh, has, has penned through or tapped through for you. Here's the thing. In all business interactions, it's all about relationships. Whatever it is that I'm doing impacts on my future engagements with you, Chriselda. Mm. So we could be talking across the borders right now, but when we meet in person and then you start looking at me and say, did you say what you said on the 2nd of May, I mean, like, really, this doesn't add up. Now, if I am going to be somebody who can face you and look look, look into your eyes and relate with you, I need to be consistent in what I say. Mm-hmm. And if I get to be inconsistent, I will always need to remember what was the story I presented when I was talking to you across the borders. All right, let's that, go to... That's not healthy. Let's go to Saul now in Randbeck. Uh, good afternoon, Saul. Thank you so much uh, for calling us. All right, we seem to have lost um, Saul. Uh, you perhaps uh, in rounding up a thought for a person who's listening to this conversation and wondering, um, should I? Should I not? Actually, for me, it's it, it, it's a no-brainer. What uh, Prof has done has been to ensure that I don't allow status and money to be able to stand in the way of being truthful. When truth is spoken, it Mm. prevails. When lies are spoken, eventually truth outs. Uh So where would you rather be? On the side of the truth being consistently told or on the side of truth being revealed through other investigations. I mean, there there will be a commission of inquiry. Do you need to be able to uh, spend a lot of money covering up and then have a commission of inquiry? It's unnecessary. Indeed. It's unnecessary. 
Mr. Zwan, it's a conversation, I guess, that speaks to our conscience and uh, a conversation that needs uh, to continuously be had. Thank you. Thank you very much for taking our call. That's Mr. Buyani Zwane, who is CEO of uh, Breakthrough Development and uh, joining us there on the line. And I'll talk about where uh, we found him because uh, we believe uh, his insights are very valuable.